You're listening to Get the Skinny with your hosts, Brian Kilby and John DeLuna. Hey everybody, it's your old friend John DeLuna with Brian Kilby for a, another Get the Skinny. Brian Kilby, how are you, sir? Man, I'm great. I just got back from the gym. feel pretty good, except for my legs. They hurt. Fitness planet or planet fitness? I can't keep it straight. It's planet fitness. I really like that place. I know we had a story about it um, a few months ago about how they have... Uh, they have like what they call a lunk alarm, which is basically how they a siren goes off when people are throwing weights around or grunting. And um, yeah, that that's really a thing. But the thing is, and I, and I think I mentioned this before, if you lift weights correctly, you don't do that. Uh, yes, that's true. So you've so, heard the lunk alarm? Oh, yeah. I mean, if you keep going I, off, that's kind of a problem, right? They need to, yes. to revoke some memberships. Yes, that's that's true. But I, I'm pretty sure it is a self-reported uh, alarm. So if you hear it, you press the button. Oh, I, I think that's how I think that's how it works. Uh, well, I'm glad that you're enjoying it. You're certainly at the point where if you weren't enjoying it, you'd be kind of reaching burnout. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm only going three times a week or so. I need to, to get better. Uh, yeah, but uh, that's. That's more than most Americans go to uh, work out, I, I would wager. Um, Brian, I will say that I couldn't help but notice on your Twitter feed in the last few days that you picked up at least two, because it was documented in a picture, at least two bottles of Crystal Pepsi. Now, have you consumed these bottles yet? And if not, I, why not? I've had one. And? And uh, darn it, John, you talked. You took the other item I was going to talk about. We're talking yeah. about it now. Oh, I know that's awesome. You're a psychic. You're a freaking psychic. Uh, yeah, it. You know, it's good. So here's the thing. I think it tastes like Pepsi. Just regular Pepsi. Yeah, I think it. I think it does. It's supposed to. But it also has. Yeah, it is. But it also has like a lemony sort of flavor to it, which I think is something that my brain is totally inserting into it because it's clear. So my brain tells me that it's lemon lime. I see. So I, but I, I really think in my heart of hearts that it tastes like regular Pepsi, like cola. Um, is it, is it, I, well, did you drink original crystal, crystal Pepsi? And in your mind, did you have any memory of what that tasted like? In my mind, it tastes exactly the same as it did back in the 1990s. Uh, I guess that means it's a success. Yeah, I think it's actually going to do better now. Than it did back in the nineties. So this is like an indefinite thing. This isn't. A, this has got to be a limited time thing, right? Uh, I honestly don't know how long it'll last. A lot of times they'll what they'll do. Pepsi's done in the past, like with Throwback, which I loved, is they'll uh, have it available for I don't know six, eight, ten weeks, and uh, it'll just be a <clears throat> like a seasonal thing, and, and they'll bring it back. I don't know that they're going to bring it back, but they brought Throwback back until actually uh pepsi with real sugar is now a thing they have available all the time is just pepsi that just has a label on it says that says made with real sugar oh really it's not like a, a like a it doesn't have like really unique branding or some kind of special name per se no not really now i don't know if they have the same thing for mountain dew but i don't drink mountain dew so i don't know mm, i don't think i've seen that i'm, I'm definitely a uh a dedicated fanatical diet Mountain Dew yeah. drinker. Uh, hey, uh, that reminds me. In soda news, I saw for the first time in my life a commercial for Coca Cola Life, and it's still 
confuses me why this exists. I, I've had it. It's okay. I just don't really know what it's about. I mean, I mean, if I remember the commercial correctly, yeah, I'm sure you know this, but the viewers might, or the listeners might not know because I didn't know. So I think it was like it's it's sweetened with cane sugar and stevia. Yeah, and it has, uh, according to the commercial, thirty five percent fewer calories than a, a quote unquote regular soft drink, which seems like a really odd and uncompelling number. Yeah, so that's actually basically what they did with Coke C two about ten years ago. If you remember that, it was it wasn't cane sugar; it was like regular <clears throat> uh, high fructose corn syrup, but it's like half that, half aspartame. And I actually thought that was a pretty good soda. Uh, and it's not something like I don't normally I don't drink sugary sodas as a you know as a regular thing, but if something comes out that I like that has um, cane sugar, I'll try it. Or if it's something like interesting like this Crystal Pepsi, I'll try it. But otherwise, like for the people who drink a lot of soda but don't like uh, artificial sweeteners, it doesn't seem like that's a win. Mm. And for people who drink diet soda because it has zero calories, it also doesn't seem like a win. So I just don't get the point of it. Yeah, that's my that's my issue. I was I mean, I was confused by Coke Zero at the onset, but at least it had effectively a zero calorie story. You know what I mean? It, I, yeah. I, it claimed to have it had different. It had like a more cola flavor, I guess. That's kind of what they well, were yeah. saying. Diet Coke is not supposed to taste like regular Coke. Right. It's supposed to taste closer to Pepsi. It was basically back in the 80s when Pepsi was uh, kicking butt. Uh, they made Diet Coke to appeal to, uh, you know, people that had a more sophisticated palate or whatever. Uh, Diet Coke, you know, is its own thing. So Coke Zero is for people who like the taste of Coke and uh, but don't like, uh, you know, um, calories. Yes. I, I kind of like Coke Zero. It, it's actually a pretty good soda. Uh, but the thing is, if you don't drink it for a while, it tastes weird. <laughs> I think that's probably... Most soft drinks, unfortunately. No, right? that's true. That's true. Like, uh, like I, I, I've been a Diet Dr Pepper fiend since the stuff came out, and uh, I, I went a couple of weeks without drinking any uh, any of it. Uh, I very limited soda intake, except for like one Pepsi Max a day, and the <laughs> the Diet Dr Pepper tasted weird and artificial, mm. and that's stuff I would drink like a two liter of potentially in a day. So it, it's really funny how you sort of wean yourself off of that stuff, and it tastes like garbage. Because it is, Brian. Yeah, pretty much. So, Brian, I, my my other piece of uh, food news. I actually have two other ones, but uh, I find this one interesting. Uh, so, Xavier University in Cincinnati, they are installing a food machine, a vending machine that is the first of its kind. In the United States, care to guess what kind of vending machine a college campus would want that does not exist in this country as of yet? I don't know what college kids eat. Like, I just, after the gym, I went and got some sushi at the new Publix, which I'll talk about in a second. Uh, so I, maybe like a sushi vending machine? No, not quite. This is the first pizza ATM what? In the United States. So Xavier has partnered with a French company. The French are the ones doing uh, Pizza ATM. Uh, this uh, company is called uh, Paline, P-A-L-I-N-E. So they say the machine can hold 70 pizzas, and you, c- you order through a touchscreen, 
and they cost $10 each. They're heated in several minutes. They're placed in a cardboard box, and they're ejected through a slot. So it's an honest-to-goodness pizza ATM machine. That's way cooler than I thought it was going to be. Uh, that's amazing. So I, I'm actually surprised how much I like uh, the idea of quick pizza. There's a uh, – I don't know if it's a national chain or, or what. We just got it here called Firestorm Pizza. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, it's kind of like uh, a sandwich shop. You go in. You tell them what you want on the pizza. They just – you walk the line. They throw it on it, and then they throw it in the oven, and it's done in three minutes. It's actually pretty good. So um, I don't see why this – other than the weirdness of the uh, potential – actually, I guess it would be – everything is refrigerated, so – I don't really see a downside to this. No, it's pretty it's pretty genius, I feel, especially like on something like a college campus. And, and like especially for somebody like me who's antisocial. Uh <laughs> this is perfect. It's like I use self-checkout. I, you know, do as much with machines as possible. So uh the concern though is uh you know, what if the thing gets um I don't know, uh if there's like bacteria or something but but baking it you would think would take care of that yeah i mean it's 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 a glorified tv dinner so oh my gosh this is genius hey uh one last thing what's also genius we talked about this in a previous episode but the whopperito the uh whopper in a tortilla yeah it is getting a national release on august 15th so oh heck yeah i will try that out yeah so everybody just mark your calendars skip breakfast get ready august 15th $2.99 Two ninety nine, or a combination, I guess a deluxe one for four ninety nine. Can't beat that. De- what the hell is a deluxe? I one? guess it has like the, all the dressings and stuff. Yes, there's nothing. There's nothing more I want than a Whopper with sour cream. Uh, you know, like the the base the base one that has the toppings from the Whopper. Actually, like I said, doesn't sound half bad. But if you add anything else to it, that just sounds disgusting. Yeah. I'm afraid so. I I just I don't know. There's things in this world called burritos and tacos, and they have a certain like mix in them. And there are things called hamburgers, and yeah, I mean, it's real easy to cross the line. If you're going to cross the streams, it's real easy to to go too far. So anyway, August fifteenth. I know you're going to get one. I think I will get one just out of curiosity to see specifically if if Burger King can pull off a quality tortilla. So that is a week from uh, this recording time. Maybe we'll do a special uh, episode just to talk about the Whopperito. Yeah, let's do it. We'll do or, a toast, or, or maybe not. We'll, we'll do a we'll do a, a a toast on Skype or something with the Whopperito. Okay. Hey, um, you mentioned Publix. You want to talk about this uh, magical place? Yeah. So, uh, like I said, I just moved to a new city, and uh, I have way I have way 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 more options than I had uh, where I lived before. And there are a lot of there are more you know a lot of upscale grocery stores, relatively speaking. Uh, my old hometown there was one, and it was actually relatively new. Uh, but Publix uh, has been creeping northward. Um, it, it is basically it was working its way through South Carolina up through Charlotte, and now I'm in a suburb of Charlotte. It, it's finally here, and it's funny how everybody has been trying to up their game in preparation for Publix coming in. Uh, so. There's a basically a brand new grocery store. It's a, a chain called Lowe's Foods, uh, out of uh, Winston Salem, North Carolina. Uh, there's also a company called Harris Teeter, which is uh, regional, but it, it's I think it's actually based out of this area. 
uh, Food Lion again, based out of this general area. But everybody has been trying to up their game, and in this case, like everybody, it's like everybody wins because the quality of food that uh, the grocery stores are carrying, uh, you know, to sort of cater more to an upscale uh, type of person. Uh, like, you know, I grew up dirt poor and super fat, and <laughs> you know, those things are correlated mm-hmm. because uh, the food's, you know, full of salt, fat, and whatever. So, um, but yeah, Publix is great, and uh, they've basically uh, dragged along everybody else. Uh, even Aldi, which I'm a fan of. I think Lifehacker actually named Aldi the best store in, in America. Um, even they are uh, sort of renovating themselves. But yeah, uh, Publix is – I'm really impressed with it. I've been, in, I've been in there before, but they have like a really great selection. And uh, I even like their sushi. I don't know hmm. if you're – I know you're a guy who probably wouldn't eat grocery store sushi. I've eaten, I've eaten my share of grocery store sushi. Uh, it it just, their stuff is really good, but they have like a really good selection of uh, fresh uh, vegetables that other places don't carry. But it's just really neat that uh, they have uh, like a huge collection of like uh, really healthy meats. You know, relatively speaking, lower sodium. It's just a really awesome experience, and it's nice to have like a grocery store now. Actually, several grocery stores that you can go to, and you know, know that you can get food that's not just crap. <laughs> yes, that, that's always nice. Just buy not awful food. Yeah, like uh, there's literally the grocery store down the road from me uh, before I moved. Uh, you know, I could go in and I could get – I had a choice of like three different kinds of bologna, which I don't even eat bologna. Uh, the, <laughs> I mean hot dogs was – you know, like I mean obviously these places have hot dogs and bologna. Like the grocery store that I used to live near, like that was like one of the primary things people would get there would be hot, do- hot dogs and bologna and uh, white bread. So they always had, you know – uh, they were always in stock, and they always had a pretty uh, – n- not big selection, but you know a pretty uh, good inventory because that's the kind of garbage that people eat there because I don't like you know eat pimento cheese loaf, oh, crap God. like that. Yes, head cheese. Head cheese. I mean that stuff. I mean pig's feet, pickled pig's feet, something that you could easily get there. Now that I think of it, I, I used to live in hell basically. That was like <laughs> the worst possible place. <laughs> Maybe nutritional hell. Nutritional health. I uh, I remember stuff like that growing up because uh, I I spent a lot of time with my grandmother and she came from very poor uh, upbringings and always even though she was um, a Hispanic grandmother and and very good at at doing Hispanic uh, dishes and such that that didn't read as uh, poverty food even though it was whenever she. Uh, had other things uh, or bought other things at the grocery store. It was always uh, the stuff that uh, people on a fixed income or, or, or very, 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 just very low income uh, would get. So yes, I remember. I remember white bread, not Wonder Bread, not branded stuff. No, uh, just white bread. And I remember uh, pimento cheese was a big player. Yeah. And um, in in our world, it was always uh, not necessarily soda, but definitely like juice. And uh, just always like just the real like cheap knockoff, if there's even such a thing, grape juice and the just it was just colors. It was all the colors of the rainbow in the uh, fridge or or like just gallon jugs of orange juice. I don't even know what what it was. I think it was, was it orange juice or was it orange flavored? liquid? Yeah, it was orange flavored liquid. That's yeah, it was like, you know, juice in, in quotation marks. It wasn't. Yes, it wasn't fresh squeezed anything. It was just. 
And then and they had like gallon jugs of purple, red, orange, and that's how you would uh, refer to them by just the color. Oh yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. I, I grew up with that stuff, and as a kid, I loved that stuff. Mm-hmm. And somehow, I my wife Kim found some of that recently, like in little. They're not. I guess they're little jug. Not they're not jugs, but they're little. Uh, bottles and i had some and it was disgusting <laughs> yes well what are you gonna do i am and and on the uh on the more ethnic side i didn't i didn't partake of this but i definitely remember my grandmother cooking uh, uh beef tongue and uh tripe having tripe soup which is menudo uh, for uh hispanics out there so a lot of organ meat when i was growing up so uh, one thing that I had as a kid, uh, two, two, okay, two things, um, well, I guess three. So we had little cans of sausages called Vienna sausage. Oh, yeah. Those and crackers. Of course, here we called them Vienna because nobody knew that Vienna was a place. Um, so people would eat Vienna and crackers, which is terrible, or uh, potted meat food product, which I think we called potted ham, or sometimes people would call it spotted ham. Mm-hmm. It was just basically that's it's not far it's basically cat food <laughs> it's disgusting but uh speaking of cats i i've probably told the story but I, it's still hilarious uh back in the day uh we would eat like uh food from the grocery store it was uh like a tv dinner but it's the cheapest possible ones so there's one called turkey croquettes or something which was basically breaded turkey it was like formed turkey it was basically taken from uh the whatever's left over from a turkey and then formed into a shape and breaded and then it was um prepared and served in uh, a gravy as a kid i i love that stuff again because it, it was a treat for me but as an adult i got a box of it and i i threw it in the oven and i pulled it out and I took one bite, and I nearly threw up. It was so bad. So I actually, at that point, I had an outside cat. So I put it outside for the cat. He wouldn't touch it. Yep, that is the litmus test. Yep, <laughs> the cat wouldn't touch. That's that right. Shit. We'll, we'll uh, yes, we'll semi-feral cats or or idiotic dogs. If it, either one won't 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 even give it a lick, then you know what kind of level of food you're talking about. But uh, that was some awesome white trash living. I, I do miss it. I miss my youth. <laughs> <in> <laughs> I miss the simplicity and the naivete of it. Uh, I, I wanted to mention one more thing, which I thought was interesting. I, I have no science or anything to back this up. But I I have a digital scale. I, I've moved to digital scales primarily because they're easier to read. You can use them in the dark uh, and all that. Uh, but... I noticed that the last time I went to the doctor, there was a 10-pound difference between what my home scale said and the doctor's scale. So I think I'm going to go ahead and get an analog scale, Hmm. an old-fashioned dial scale. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I I don't know why the scale uh, was so off, but it was enough to where, you know, that, like, I was kind of depressed when I, you know, weighed that morning. Like, crap, I haven't lost any weight. So which one of course, was heavier? Uh, the digital scale. Hmm. So I think I'm just going to forgo all that crap and just get a, a, a good old-fashioned analog scale because those tend, at least from my experience, to be just less of a pain in the butt. Because I've actually gotten on one of my digital scales before, and it just started to uh, show the weight. 
and it as it was doing its thing, it just decided it wanted to cut off because <laughs> dead battery or it I couldn't stay still, and it didn't want to you know it basically after like two seconds it gives up, mm-hmm. so I'm just going to get an analog scale and be done with it because. I don't want it to tell me that I weigh 10 or 15 pounds heavier than I actually do. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't think anybody blames you. Um, Brian, to close out the show, I'm going to talk about something that will probably have an adverse effect on what the scale tells you. Also, oh, no. it'll have a beneficial effect on us because you can put Harry Potter in our tags for this episode. So M&Ms have released a... A not Harry Potter, a third party take, if you will, on Harry Potter's uh, butter beer in Eminem form. Uh, they call it Butterscotch. It's a hyper butterscotch flavored infused uh, Eminem. They call it Butterscotch, like I say. And it's how do you spell that? Like, That's what like it's like butterscotch with boo b o o. Weird boo. Terscotch, and I say whatever, guys, whatever. Um, anyway, it's their it's their kind of Halloween flavor, Halloween themed, and Halloween flavored, I guess, whatever uh, flavor for the year. And it also is purely by coincidence timed with a new Harry Potter book and an upcoming kind of offshoot of the Harry Potter movies called Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Anyway. Uh, all of this is pure coincidence, surely, that uh, Eminem is having this uh, butterbeer flavored bag of M&Ms out on the shelves. Uh, the other thing I found interesting reading this press release on Booterscotch, Brian, did you have any idea that M&Ms have come in specialty flavors including pecan pie, pumpkin spice, and separate from pumpkin spice, pumpkin spice latte? Uh, those are new to me. That is crazy. Oh, here's the, here's the other one. Here's the kicker. Did you know that M&M's have come in, and they're coming out again this year, in candy corn flavor? Yes, they're disgusting. Uh, they, how could they not be? <clears throat> I mean, candy corn is... I love candy corn. I think it's amazing. Um, I, In fact, when I found my Crystal Pepsi, I found fresh bags of candy corn from Brock's. And I was very pleased by that. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know, man. I'm not a fan of uh, I'm not a fan of the tricked up M M&M, and M, but I might give pecan pie a try. I'm not giving candy corn a try, especially after what you just said. And hmm. out of like uh, principle, I'm never touching a pumpkin spice latte M M&M. and M. I just can't. That's, that sounds disgusting. <laughs> Indeed. Hey, on that note, uh, Brian. Anything else for the fine listeners out there for this week's Get the Skinny? You know, if they want to, they could buy their M&Ms from tfradio.net slash Amazon. Ooh, very nice. You can buy M&Ms on Amazon? Absolutely. In fact, so, like, you know, at work, uh, I try to be uh, at least a little cordial, so I put, like, candy out on my desk for people to come out and, you know, just walk up and grab some. So uh, I got a bag, a five-pound bag of uh, runts from Wonka, and I have it in a little uh, little uh, gumball machine that I have on my desk, and people just come up and turn the crank, and they get some runts, and I got that from Amazon. 
and it was awesome, and it was pretty cheap too, and it was delivered to me like on a Sunday. Sorcery. Yeah, I know it's amazing. Speaking of Harry Potter, sorcery. Uh, well, yeah. Brian, that. on that note, uh, I think we should close the book. Again, Harry Potter references left and right. On this week's Get the Skinny, like Brian said, guys, you can support us in every show at tfradio.net by just uh, shopping on Amazon through our preferred methods. That would be tfradio.net slash Amazon or just clicking the Amazon link. When you go to tfradio.net, the other thing Brian does, uh, as he mentions regularly on our different podcasts, is that uh, Brian's a big fan of the unique Amazon URL. Am I right, Brian? Oh yes, uh, you go to. I, I certainly am. So there's so there's are, so many to count over the years. If you go to tfradio.net/slash/amazon, you can get access to anything, 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 and soon uh, drones. And uh, goodness knows, probably like 30-minute delivery at some point. And you'll be able to fund us without even trying. So This is true. This is true. And if you actually just want to buy a drone, you can actually do that from, you know, from Amazon like right now. Yeah. In fact, we recommend that. If you've been on the fence about drones, why not do it tonight, now? You only live once. TFRAO.net slash Amazon. Do it. Um, on that note, Brian, <laughs> on that frivolous spending note, um, guys, thank you for listening. We will be back soon. We promise. We'll get back on schedule. Uh, we'll see. We're you. doing. We're, we're doing this about every other week. Yeah. I think we're pretty much on schedule. Yeah, yeah, that's the ticket. Um, for Brian Kilby, this is Josh Luda. We'll see you on the next. This has been Get the Skinny. 